Hi, and welcome to Free Money in the Market, a podcast where we talk about all things business and economics related. Quick disclaimer before we get started, we do just want to say that everything that we talk about is our own view and that we do not recommend that you take any form of recommendation from us. And with that being said, I hope you enjoy the episode. Right now, because the stock market just opened, and the turmoil on Wall Street. We've got this 1,200 point rally. You're... Welcome to this episode of Free Money in the Market. Uh, this episode is brought to you by Social Media Saviors. You can check them out at socialmediasaviors.com. They're your one-stop shop for everything social media needs. Uh, my buddy Ben here, why don't you take it away and let, let everyone know. Yeah, so Social Media Saviors is all about empowering small businesses. Um, so we work with several small businesses in Rhode Island right now, and what I try to do is develop content that their viewers and their customers are going to like, and uh, provide some value for them, and build the engagement, and you know, do things like that. Shameless plug. Um, let's jump right into it. <laughs> so uh, it was pretty, pretty up week, honestly, uh, for the market this past. This past pretty up. Pretty, uh, it was actually the best week since uh, 1938. 74. Oh, I saw, I saw 1938. That was a few weeks ago. That was a few weeks ago. Uh, yeah, you're buying. Uh, well, Wait, how can that be true, though? What do you mean? <laughs> the best week since 1938. Yeah, no, time out, time out. Because a few weeks ago, they said it was the best week since 38. Best day. Oh, best day. I was going to say, because then this best week could have been better than that. Yeah, I think this week we're up close to like twelve percent. I'll have to check, but I mean, we had the crazy Monday. Monday was insane. Yeah, nutty week. Um, up, the Dow was up fifteen hundred points, I think, or sixteen hundred at the end of that, which is crazy. Um, yeah, but I mean, as far as news, all the only real new stuff to come out is just more of the the Fed just pumping money out, like. Yeah. There's no tomorrow. They don't give a shit about any form of uh, inflation in the next couple of years, I guess. They're just, they're just hoping it doesn't take effect, I think. Yeah. I mean, I think it's lucky that we've had historically low inflation for so long. Because if, like, if we were in like a 10% inflation environment and they were doing all this, imagine what, what oh my God. would happen. Like, right. So, they're, I mean, they're lucky that we're already in an environment where they can just print money and not worry about it. But. Do you think that's what prompted the rally this week was just the enormous amount of Fed printing? Because like that old saying goes, don't fight the Fed. And I think their aggressiveness has kind of been why I think we were, or at least myself, why I was wrong about why I think the market was going to go much lower. I just didn't anticipate them being this aggressive with the stimulus that they were going to put into the system. I mean, I think that they, uh, yes, to answer your question, but I think that they kind of just realized and got pushed by Mnuchin and everyone. Right. Yeah. in Congress that, hey, like this is really, we've never had 10 plus million people out of work. And this is, I mean, I don't know the numbers of the Great Depression. I'm sure it was close, but in scale, it was probably close anyways. But because um, it definitely yeah, wasn't population was, yeah. The population wasn't even close to as, uh, exactly. what it is now. Yeah. So I think, I think that because they got, the Fed got pushed so hard, it was like, all right. They gotta just print money, <laughs> and they yeah. gotta throw it at everyone. They still what? have. I mean, if you think about it, they still their goal is to put money in all of our pockets to spend and put it back in the economy. But they still haven't 
got the $1,200 checks out and they still haven't done the unemployment increase. It's supposed to, both of those I think are supposed to start this week. And technically the unemployment thing is up to the states because the states, they're all their labor yeah. training departments are the ones that are actually going to be doing it. So certain states might have already taken that to like the effect might have already like um, started. But yeah. in Rhode Island, I know it, it, it hasn't, it, it might start this upcoming week, but I'm not, I'm not sure. It's going to be a messy process, you know. Yeah. The, the, yeah. There's just so much demand in such a short period of time. Like, I don't think a lot of these states are going to have the infrastructure to keep up with it. So, I don't know. I'd like to see these social media companies helping out, you know, like Facebook getting in there, Apple maybe getting in there, um, and helping these states out with their technology, you know. I mean, that's one way that these big tech companies could help. Yeah, I mean, you. we brought up the uh, conversation point earlier that uh, Jack Dorsey just tweeted out, how uh, he can, he's essentially a lot, like, I don't know how it's going to be doing, but how he's going to be doing it, but he's funneling payments through the Cash App, which is mm -hmm. owned by Square, which is a stock that we talk about all the time. Yep. Um, <laughs> Trade it. Really good company. Um, so I think, I, I don't know exactly how that's going to work, but I've, I've said it in the past, um, especially on this podcast, I've said it in the past that I think that Square is going to have some part in this because yeah. of their position with small businesses, with people, with everything. <clears throat> I wonder if PayPal can t do something similar there with their Venmo platform as well. That'd be you creative. Get, I think PayPal yeah. is more aligned with larger, um, like vendors, larger customers than Square. Square really was the innovator and took hold of the entire small business like sector. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Small business. No Absolutely. one cared about the small businesses. Like Visa, MasterCard, PayPal, they all ignored them because it almost like it, it's almost like the cost to acquire those customers outweighed the benefit, but Square somehow figured it out and just like took advantage of it, which is crazy. Um, but I think it's because they started like in an era where the technology was there to do that, and since they started like Dorsey started the company, actually he started the company in like 2009, I believe, or maybe even earlier. Um, somewhere but, around there, yeah. Yeah, but it obviously didn't come become like too prominent of a company until past five years or so but i think that because they were such a small company that like paypal has been around since the 90s um visa mastercard been around since i don't even know honestly um but square like is just new so i'm i'm sure that visa mastercard paypal all had like their they dipped their hands in the pot of small businesses Yep. along their rise but I don't know I was actually listening to a podcast um, not as good as ours but the other day <laughs> and <true>. um, <laughs> they had the square co-founder on not Jack Dorsey the other guy who no one yeah. I don't know I forget his name um, nobody knows like, him <laughs> they're from like the same town and stuff and yeah um, so at one point uh, it's interesting once square started seeing success Amazon tried to um, basically run them out of business and really? Yeah, and the guy who was on the podcast like ended up writing a book about how they survived Amazon's like onslaught because that's so rare. Yeah, like, yeah. Wow, company to be targeted by Amazon and survive and like make poison? it out the And is Amazon ended up giving up. Is that the poison pill? What, what's that called? Oh, I, yeah. I don't know. Is it that book? I know. I think it's a new book because I think that's why he was on the podcast. He was like promoting his new no, book. No, no. What's, um, what's it called when you're trying to take over? Um, I mean, a hostile well, take hostile, over. Well, I don't think they did it with the stock. They, they, oh, they, no. No. Yeah, it, was, um, 
they were literally just trying to steal all their customers. Like Amazon was oh. trying to start like a small business, like yeah, that's what uh, I thought. Thing, but you're, you're yeah, poison pill. You're referring to when some company is like trying to take you over, so you purposefully like do things to the stock to make it less attractive. Yeah, 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 yeah okay. Like you dilute your own share owners. Yeah, and stuff. yeah. Just, like, you can do crazy stuff to like ruin it for them. Make it's so funny. Less less attractive for like yeah. hostile yeah. takeovers. Um. But yeah, it's pretty interesting. And like on the subject of Square, the the news came out that Dorsey was donating his um one billion of his stock for COVID relief. It's not uh, enough. And oh, it's kind of funny because the day, the day I think that came out before the market opened on Monday, was it? And then uh, it was Tuesday, Tuesday or Wednesday. Tuesday. It happened. I remember that the market opened. Oh my god, my dog is going crazy. Hey, hey, Ellie. The market opened and like wasn't the market as a whole like wasn't really up much. Oh, and, Square was. Um, Square was up like seven percent on open, so apparently like. I think it went up like fifteen percent that day at one point, and then yeah. it fell back down to like eleven percent up. I can't believe Square is like almost back to like the December prices, like when I sold it. <laughs> like it's it's almost like nothing happened. Like yeah. there's no virus. These businesses are acting as normal. Like I I, I think that this is totally absurd, but. We'll see. I, remember, I remember a few weeks ago you were like, "Should I just buy Square at thirty nine right now?" And I was thinking we were like, about it, yeah. and we <laughs> said yes. <laughs> and I said, "Nah, it's gonna go. It's gonna get the market's gonna go even low." I thought the market was. I didn't think the market was gonna have the week that it had this week. I thought it was gonna be much different. So I was very wrong. Yeah, I mean, really? we've talked about it uh, last week as well. How closely the market right now is following uh the 2008 2009 is it still though because I, I i don't yes. know if this happened did this... It, it did okay. yeah it's still pretty crazy so it it had a little spike um like this one and then after this one is when it crashed down um so in 2008 2009 when the vix spiked over to up to like 100 or whatever and then came back down to the mid 40s is when it spiked back up to 80. Oh no, you so, got you got to put that chart up there because yeah, I will. Um, what I'm seeing, uh, I looked at your text right now, is that they had the initial flush down, then they go back up, and then it flushes much lower. But we took out like that initial bounce back. I don't, I don't. And then we got to put up an S&P 500 chart, and then I'm gonna go to the S&P 500 on my computer real quick, and so I can give you some numbers here. Mm-hmm. Um, so you notice if you look at the S&P uh, now, we went, we flushed all the way up from like 3,000 all the way down to, uh, what is that low there? Um, 2,100? 2,132, I think. Yeah, oh. yep. And then we bounced up to the 20, 2,600, flushed a little bit lower, and then took out that 2,600 level. And what my point of all this is, is that I didn't see... Um, in 2008, them take out that next level after they initially flushed. Uh, it's kind of hard to understand when there's no chart there, but yeah, yeah. Um, no, I, I get, I get what you're saying. Um, this, this looks different to me. This looks like a, it's continuing out of it, especially that we we took out the that 2700 level on decent volume too. So is- you do have to take into account though that the 2008 2009 happened over five months, or even more actually, like 11 months. Yeah, like the, this, whole, the whole thing was yeah, it was like fifteen months. Like, yeah, this has been like forty days max. So it's like if you if you condense, yeah, if yeah. you take like I think it's August two thousand eight until until September two thousand nine, then 
it's it should be a pretty closely following chart to what it's just the more condensed version because we're exactly. doing it so quickly. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know what you mean. But it, it, yeah, I don't know. I don't think it looks the same. But it's harder to if we're not we're not looking at the same chart right now, so it's hard for me yeah, to point yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the time frame is obviously way different, but yeah. um, maybe like the the patterns are somewhat similar. Because I mean, this always happens when this the market gets oversold. It's a uh, dead cat bounce, like I said last week, and right. you get that you get the initial bounce of everyone saying, "Oh, I think we bottomed," and everyone then starts to get the FOMO and they start buying, buying, buying. Right, then, so I thought we had the dead cat bounce. The dead cat think, bounce. I think we are on it right now. I think, I think we're at the top of it right now. It depends okay. what you think, but yeah. And then one piece of bad news comes back out. Like let's say next week, the New York like daily death toll somehow doubles from this week, even though everyone's saying it's starting to decline. Let's right. say that happens, we're gonna go right back. We'll go right back down. We go right back down. Yeah. 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 I guess so. The, the easy way to explain it was that I thought the dead cat bounce was when we went up to twenty six hundred, and then I thought we were gonna flush lower on the S and P five hundred, but instead of flushing at the 2600 level we sold off briefly down to 2400 and then we went higher up to 2800 so that pattern doesn't happen on the picture that i saw from 2008 that's that's my point the dead Um, cat bounce went much lower after that so so just out of interest i'm going to try and pull it up and share my screen with you guys so you can see um but we can also at the same time i'm doing this um, we can quickly talk on the topic of kind of like the text because we're talking about Square. Um, I wanted to talk about Zoom because, as oh, yeah. you can tell watching the video, we're not using Zoom anymore. Yeah. Nope. Um, basically, there's a huge security concern um, with the platform. We, we touched on it briefly last one, the la- uh, last week, but it was in- involved in a very, very big uh, security issue. And I think a lot of it was because of the fact that it was from a, it's a Chinese-based company. Um, so I don't know if you guys have any input on it. Well, they were. I think they were found that they were accidentally routing calls through China. So basically, the Chinese have access to all the video streams and all the data um, in real time, and they claim yeah. that it was some sort of accident. And then I know. Um, the people that do their encryptions and that sort of security stuff are outsourced in China. So, and then when you work in China, you have to give government total access to, you know, all your technology whenever they demand it. So that just means that that encryption stuff really isn't safe because the Chinese have access to it whenever they want. Yes. So we strayed away from Zoom and are now using Microsoft-owned Skype. <laughs> U.S.-based. Yeah. U.S.-based. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't think it's gonna be easy enough to pull up this chart, honestly. Um, yeah, just put it in like the... Yeah, you can edit it in later, but... Yeah. Now, I, I think I made the main point, the dead cat bounce, like, made made it so I could explain that better. That was a good phrase. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> um, so, I don't know. I, like, I don't know where we're going after this, because it's, it seems that we've climbed to... Yeah, I don't know what to think, wait. man. But, yeah, I agree with you. I don't know what to expect. I might have to change my mind on the we make a new low though, because I'm not even yeah. sure if it's gonna happen though. Because how can that happen? It'd be ridiculous. We'd have to have another like twenty percent sell off. Like, it'd be ridiculous. Yeah, no, yeah. I don't think we're gonna make that new low. So that claim seems to be out the window. Yeah, I, I think would bet all... that we're gonna chop around the low two thousands with yeah, the S and P five hundred. But oh wow, there's no way. There's no if like if if somehow this continues and we like. N- 
start coming up on 3,000 on the S&P, I'll probably sell, like, everything in my account. (laughs) (laughs) But, dude, do you think there's, like, enough QE to justify that, though? I mean, with all the liquidity they've added, is it just, like, that's because they put in so much money? Now they're coming in and supporting, like, the whole bond market like crazy. Like, this week they announced um, they're going to start buying, like, high-yield junk bonds. Yeah, and that's never happened crazy. in the history. That's never happened in the history of like the Fed. Just they buy in, they buy um, treasuries all the time, but then recently, the past couple of weeks, they were buying a lot of investment grade corps. And now this week, they said they were going to start buying junk bonds, which is like never happened before. So like anything under like triple B on the um, rating, they're they're buying basically everything they can just to support prices in the market so- right now. So what does that mean? That, that just so that they keep those bonds from falling to the floor? There's such a lack of liquidity. A lot of people can't. Uh, people are trying to sell their bonds and they can't find any bids. So right. the Fed is stepping in and, and and basically bidding in the place of retail investors and institutions. So basically, any loan is going to be backed by the federal government. Is what it seems like. Well, I mean, for the most part, but you still have a ton of different. Like, I mean, mortgage loans aren't going to be. They are up to a certain point, I believe. Yeah. But um, if it's through a bank, it's not going to be. You, you mean, but, when you say that, do you mean because people aren't going to pay their loans? Yeah, I just mean, eventually it's going to get backstopped by the federal government. The federal government will be left holding the bag when all these people default. Yeah. Who else is going to do it? The landlords aren't going to do it, and the yeah. banks aren't going to do it. It's not fair. Right, so instead of the instead of the businesses going problem out of business, is, I guess the debt's just going to balloon because these things yeah. are going to be worthless. Problem is, the businesses are suffering. Not uh, it's not their own choice to shut down. The government's telling them to shut down. Right, right. Yeah. So yeah. like, who who if anybody should like end up being the one holding the bag? It well, I don't be, think they should be. Yeah, no. Well, I'm just, be yeah. The it would be fair to have it on the shoulders of this, right. like especially the small businesses that don't have yeah. like the cash reserves that an Apple or a Google have. Um, yeah. Don't I mean, have it at all. Exactly. Speaking of Apple and Google, though, this came out like a few hours ago, and I haven't even read it yet, but um, I know we mentioned, like, we hope that they will step in and try to do something to help. I added yeah. this bullet just now. They're, they're partnering to start a contact tracing technology for, like, the virus. So basically, like, they're going to come up with some type of technology that can trace how this is all getting transmitted from one person to the next and try, like, ways well, to slow that down. Kramer's been saying that. Wait, first of all, is my camera working right now? Yeah, we yeah, yeah. Okay, because it's frozen up on my screen. Um, so Kramer's been saying that for the past like fucking month. How he wants like Apple to be a Apple to implement something into the Apple Watch that can get take your temperature or some shit. Yeah. And yeah. It doesn't seem like it should be that hard. It doesn't. I, feel like I think they dropped been. the ball, dude. Like I don't know why yeah. this took so long for us to do anything. I mean, I I was worried about this in February. People thought I was nuts. No, I mean. It, it's just no one understood how fucking serious this was going to be. So it's just. Yeah. I think a lot of people were of the mindset that it's just not going to reach the U.S. Yeah. for a while. Like <laughs> throughout all of January, that seemed like. Yeah. To be the- we're just a bunch of procrastinators. That's, that's what yeah. it is. Oh, we really we are. Just procrastinate until it's like, oh shit, we got to do something. And then we crank out something crazy that's like awesome. We, we're that's fat, what we do. we're lazy, we fucking love barbecues and fucking <laughs> lawnmowers <laughs> and shit. And <laughs> I love barbecues. Same. I'm American. <laughs> Fourth of July, greatest holiday. What else we got here? We got we got earnings season starting up, which is going to be fun. It's going to oh be my God. real fun. I, I don't know how the market's going to I guess so, maybe the market just won't even judge what these earnings are. It's exactly. like irrelevant. Exactly. Like it's going to be relevant. I think like so. A lot of a lot of companies have already pulled their earnings and their, their guidance, I mean. Yeah. Um, which is 
expected. Um, and like even on the days that those companies pull their guidance, the stock doesn't go down as it sh- as it would in a normal environment. Um, so I think that um, we're just going to be ignoring everything that comes out of this. A lot of I've heard a lot of the companies are gonna they're gonna have to that well legally they're ba- like they have to post their numbers um, every quarter, but they're not gonna have like yep. a conference call. They're not there's like no point because like. Yeah. To, to to give guidance or explain why your restaurant is like down seventy percent year over year for revs is why do you, like isn't it obvious you know yeah so a lot of them aren't going to be doing like the traditional conference call like explaining their numbers because they're just going to post their numbers because they have to and then move on because they yeah. got bigger to deal with so that's probably, you're going to see a lot of that too especially yeah. in beaten up industries yeah they're going to suspend their guidance I thought I heard like a lot of companies just yeah like, they already have a lot yeah of them. a lot have or or revised it to the point where like all right. It's gonna be bad, but we're not sure how bad. Type of thing. Like, how specific can you be if you don't know when your company is allowed to like reopen? Yeah. Uh, so we have oh. this week. We have basically just a ton of banks, which will be interesting because banks yeah. are kind of at the forefront of all of this, being the lenders to every yep. small business and per and person. Um, so that's gonna be an interesting one because you think that some form of something might have spiked in like late mid to late March, but within the banks, but who knows? What spiked? Like some form of new customers, new anything, I don't know. Oh, uh, I, don't, I, w- I don't want these banks because they need the interest rates to make any decent money, basically, and interest rates aren't going back up for, you know, two, two or three years, I, I would think, right? I mean, it's going to take a while to, to turn yeah. through all this, I, I, I think. I mean, at least not in the next 12 months, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't buy any of these they things. Spend, they have good they dividends though. though. Like they're not gonna go anywhere. The big, the not gonna big, go anywhere, but no. they're not gonna move the they're gonna they're gonna underperform the market like they did before this whole fiasco. Remember like financials were so dog before? No one Dude, no one liked them. Banks haven't done anything since twenty seventeen. They haven't done yeah, anything. Yeah, they've just all underperformed. So I think it's gonna be more the same of that underperformance be, this environment's not great for banks, so why would banks outperform? That makes no sense. I don't know. Some of them this week, a lot of them. Sit, sit, oh, they, yeah. Well, they went. Yeah, they go down like forty percent. Yeah, they rip back twenty five percent. Yeah, no, it looks nice. Yeah. But I mean, I don't think that's gonna that's gonna last. No, yeah, I, just, I agree. Yesterday, JP Morgan was up nine percent yesterday. Like, what the hell? Citigroup was up a ton this week too. I, I don't know the exact yeah. number, but. Yeah, that's like one of the worst ones out out there. I think anything like U.S. You wanted to get. I mean, JP Morgan's obviously best of breed than like Bank of America and stuff like that. Um. I guess Wells is like wicked cheap. I don't know. Kramer said they really, they really, really trust their like their new management team. So yeah, like six P or something like that. I wouldn't get anything levered to Europe at all. I mean, I think Europe's going to yeah. take longer. So I mean, that's City, right? Uh, oh, well, City's a U.S. bank too. Yeah, I thought City. Uh, City does a lot of international though. I yeah, I think a lot of the, like all the big names kind of do that. Um, yeah, they might, but it, it's still pretty U.S. based. I mean, City. Yeah, it is. Yeah. But yeah, J.P. Morgan on um, March twenty third was seventy nine dollars, and yesterday it closed just under one hundred three. Like that's a quick twenty six seven percent, and um, yeah, in two, a little over just under three weeks, you get like twenty three percent bounce. I think that's crazy. I think they report they report Tuesday their earnings, so that'll be an interesting one because it, it will be. I mean, they're yeah, obviously is still recovering from his like health issues, and um, what's wrong with them? He had like a heart attack or something, right? Really? I mean, yeah, he's been in the hospital. Uh, the CEO? 
Yeah, Jamie Dimon. Uh, Jamie yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I yeah. Like cut out, and I was like, hmm, "Who's this?" Oh, my bad. Yeah, he had emergency heart surgery, and it was um. Wow. About about a month ago, and I think he's he just got out of the like hospital. I don't I don't know. Jeez, how old is he? He doesn't look that old. He's old. I think he's only like sixty or or in his mid fifties. I think. And he's like not fat, so I don't know. That's uh, crazy. Maybe he's like, got a bad heart. That's sad. Sucks. Oh, actually, wow, he's sixty four. He looks really good. Wow. Yeah, he yeah, looks yeah, good for his yeah. age. Wow. He looks really like good. heart attack or emergency heart surgery. That's crazy. I mean, yeah, I mean, 60s. That's you, could just have a, you could just have a bad heart, you know? Yeah. 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 I'm sure that job's a little bit stressful, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, maybe there's a little yeah. bit of stress in there, a little bit of, you know, genetic thing going on. Who knows? Big time. Yep. Um, yeah, so, I mean, he's probably more stressed coming up to this earnings, <laughs> earnings season. But yeah. Um, I know that. Next week, I believe the 21st, Netflix reports, AMD reports the 29th, I believe. Uh, Disney is somewhere in between them, too, so that will be an interesting one. (laughs) We are all Disney shareholders in this call. Yeah, Yeah, um, full disclosure on that one. (laughs) I want more shares, so if you want to sell me any uh, below, like, 90, like, please let me know. Yeah, (laughs) 93, I probably won't be able to resist, 92. But um, but yeah, for Disney, it's like it's nice to see. Obviously, they just came out; with, they hit the 50 million milestone on the Disney Plus subscribers, which took them five months compared to Netflix taking seven years. But the thing is, when Netflix started their subscriber like subscription system, I think it was 2007. Yeah. So they hit they hit 50 million in 2014. But back then, people were still ordering DVDs through the mail. Yeah, for, nobody knew about waiting it. Waiting no. for them to show up two weeks later. Like what? Yeah. That's just it's been a different it's just a different world now and yeah, obviously the coronavirus thing helped Disney like bike to fi- to 50 million but I mean it's so still nowhere near Netflix. Hulu subscriptions wouldn't be in that number. No, right? it's completely separate, but they do benefit from that too. Obviously. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. Unless the package though, the package that comes with Hulu too, That's right? a hell of a deal, man. It's such a good deal. 14 it's, bucks for yeah. Hulu, Disney Plus, I and it was ESPN. $12.99. I don't know what it is, but I don't remember. I, think I had it's 12 dollars dude. It's crazy. I think it's crazy cheap. So I don't know if they how they separate that out if someone buys the um the bundle. You know what I mean? What do you oh, mean? for subscriptions. So, like, that, so, that's so basically a Hulu subscriber and a Disney Plus subscriber. Correct. So the way, because I I bought I had the bundle for a while. Okay. Um, now I just have them both separately because I have Disney Plus free thanks to Verizon. Verizon's a cool company. Um, <laughs> so how it gets billed? It gets billed as your normal Hulu subscri- subscription. I wish I could talk. And then a Disney Plus subscription. So it's two separate. Oh, it shows it separately. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, but it's slightly so, discounted because you did the bundle. Exactly. I think most of the bad news has already been in place for Disney too. You know, oh, yeah. those reopenings. So I mean, that yeah. that's a company that I feel like kind of already might have bottomed. Yeah, uh, yeah. I I feel like there's there can't it can't not be priced in at this point for yeah. Disney to be like it's going down. So, I heard, <laughs> yeah, I've heard 2021. They still only expect. Um, half the like foot traffic in the parks but that's i don't believe that at all because so like you know how many families literally just have an annual disney trip like, yeah. yeah a lot of people i know are just like obsessed with disney you know they go every year or something like yeah. that i know plenty of people like that but you do also have to take into consideration that it, yes the parks is what how much of their revenue is 50 it's like 50 50 it's a lot yeah. of their profitability so you their gotta think all of like Pixar movies, all their original uh, series on Disney Plus, yeah. all movies that they had in the works, 
all are now cut. Marvel movies. What do you mean they're cut? They're just pushed back. They're right? not, yeah, they're pushed back. Yeah, they're, so, yeah, they're well, pushed back. Yeah. yeah, I mean. Well, I thought you meant like they're not doing them anymore. No, no, they, they cut yeah. production of it right now. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Um, so who knows when they're going to start again? It, like when they get the okay to start again. I feel like in the summer. Think, so I think in the summer we're going to go back to normal. I think the real question is what's going to happen in the fall when, when when it gets colder again, when the virus can spread more easily. Yeah, you know, I think we're going to have a relatively yeah. normal summer, as I, honestly. So maybe they can get some stuff done uh, during that time and then kind of judge it. But I do think that 2021, I kind of agree with Alex that that's like BS. I think people are going to be going back because I think we're going to have a vaccine around that time in like January or, or February, because we knew about this in like December, January. So maybe these companies started in this February. So a year that's, that's, I think, I think the estimates, I think J and J is the one that is estimated to probably be the first to get the vaccine done. But I think they were January or February of 2020. Yeah. So that's oh, perfect. Yeah. So that fits right in with the, t- so yeah. if the vaccines available. I think people immediately feel more comfortable to go uh, and go back to so, traveling. Yeah. yeah. I think I think that part is going to go very quick. The so the vaccine goes, travel comes right back. That's and what I think, I think would happen. I yeah. think too. They were talking about I don't know what might have been this week. They were talking about how they're going to do like fever checks or something when you yeah. get into the park. Which a lot is of crazy. different protocols. Yeah, uh, which understandable. I mean, you're a fucking idiot if you're going to a theme park with a fever. No, let alone if it's just the flu. We well, maybe you don't like, know, but. I think yeah. the fever thing is also like a, a lagging indicator. You can have the fever, you can have the the virus and not have a fever. So I yeah, mean, I think it just it's makes just like people a, feel better. I think exactly, it's like a <laughs> precautionary just makes you yeah. feel better. Yeah, yeah. Asymptomatic carriers won't have a fever. So yeah, yeah. No. just no. about making people feel better. Pretty much. Yeah, I mean, it's a pretty uh, shitty environment that no one feels better in, but <laughs> for sure. Um, so J and J reports this week too, because um, so we were just talking about them. It should be interesting, yeah. Yeah, uh, I mean they've acted good throughout this whole thing. Their stocks performed pretty well. Well, yeah. they back once they started talking about working on a, a vaccine. Like, yeah, what was that like two or three weeks ago? They bottomed pretty much with the rest of the market. But if you look at the chart, look how like their their spike from March twenty third is probably one of the most pronounced out of any other stock. Like it's just shot right there. Yeah, back. and they yeah. have the uh, the AAA balance sheet as well, right? Oh yeah, I'm yeah. not mistaken. Yeah. Yeah, and a Solid good dividend yield. A lot of people are, are trying to. I probably made good entry points. Um, yeah. A few ago. Yeah. It's like yeah. my happy entry point. Yeah. And I know Kramer always talks about them having like I think a migraine uh drug that's going to be coming to market pretty soon it's, that he says yeah, is very Kramer promising. Terrible migraines. Yeah. 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 He says that 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 drug is like a total game changer. So yeah, that to look forward to as well with uh, Johnson and Johnson. So some things to be excited Ab- about there. AbbVie, um, because they bought out Allergen, and Allergen has, I think, the bleeding migraine drug right now. Mm-hmm. If I'm not if I'm not mistaken. So. Drug. AbbVie or, owns the right it, to it. No. Like an over-the-counter one, or is it? I, I'll I'll look it up right now. Yeah. This is a bunch. I mean. Oh, if you had bought Abby, we got we got to talk about when, some of the things that we were we made the calls that we made that worked out well. I mean, like Abby ripped right back when we were talking about that two three weeks ago, right? I mean, that was in like the low sixties. We talked about that, so like yeah. low eighties today. I mean, that was giving you a seven percent dividend right back then, or six percent dividend. It was crazy. Yeah, I, I hopped in at a six percent. Yeah, I mean, so small position, but I mean, it's it'll it'll be worth the six percent at least. So 
think a lot of the companies we talked about actually ended up holding up holding up pretty well. I know I mentioned Chewy. Chewy was doing really well because everyone's yeah, ordering their stuff yeah. online. That's that's done well. Yeah. So yeah, I think a lot of the ones we mentioned at, did good. Like, the first, Twitter first episode at Connor's house. Yep. Mean, if you if you look back, they probably popped off since then. Well, I mean the whole market did, but they. Relatively speaking, yeah. they're probably still outperformers. I think yeah. we've been right about the stocks, but wrong about the direction of the overall market, or at least me. I almost want to like go back and get a list of everything that we talked about in the first episode, and then kind of like do an entry point of from like that day. Yeah. Or the following then, Monday. Yeah. And then yeah, the following Monday we buy ten shares of each, say, on like a fake spreadsheet, mm-hmm. and then put it to the price today and just see. How much we would have made? Yeah. Just like we could do like a paper trading. We could do like a paper trading yeah, version like a, of free money in the market. Yeah, yeah do it on like Investopedia too. They yeah. they like do paper trade on there. Make a mock portfolio for yeah. the suggestions that we made. That'd be pretty cool, actually. Yeah, I agree. I have my own paper trading account to uh, to try to practice to see you know if I'm as good as I thought I was. It's going pretty Can good. Your options on the paper trading? I haven't too? done I haven't done options yet. Connor's going to teach me how to do those. Yeah, you options. should. Definitely. I should do that. That's a, actually a good idea. Yeah, yeah, the paper trading. Anybody out there, if you want to start uh, learning, there's p- free paper trading things out there that give you like a mock $100,000. You can take positions yeah. and you know buy and tr- or buy and sell in real time with fake yeah, money. Yeah, probably best to practice before you start shoving money into the market. I mean, Absolutely. It's always yeah. a good idea. I mean, I just shoved money into the market, <laughs> but I was also studying this, so it was kind of like, you know. Yeah. You never know what you're doing with your first few investments. It's kind of you just you're there to learn. You're you're putting money in that you don't expect to have anymore. That's how I looked at it. I said, look, this money is to learn. If I lose, it was like a couple grand. It was like two grand, you know. Yeah. I was like, if I lose it, I I lose it. But at least I learned something, you know, really important yeah. for the rest of my that's, life. That's Tell everyone exactly to look what at I it, with. especially when you're young. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, I know this is pretty pretty boring week, but slow uh, week. I, I don't know. Happy Easter! <laughs> oh yeah, Happy Good Long. Friday, I, yeah. I, well, didn't to, I didn't have to work today because the market it, was closed. So that's I good. almost asked you that. I forgot. It yeah, was, market market was closed. closed today. No matter what, if it's open, I have to work. If it's closed, I don't. So. Oh, that's cool. Do you still get paid? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's lit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it makes sense, but yeah. Um. Yeah, I think we could probably wrap this up. Short think, week, yeah. short short podcast, short week. Um, we only yeah. have four day trading week, as we just talked about. So that knocks off about ten minutes from the podcast. Yeah, about twenty percent of the podcast is on. <laughs> just gone. Only had four no, days. Not, not really, but yeah. Uh, yeah, I think we'll wrap it up. Uh, call of the night. All Episode right. four coming at you live from. I don't even know it's Saturday good. night. Friday night? Nice try. Friday night? Yep. Well, I was saying like SNL. Okay. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh I got you. Yeah. All right. Later, guys. Bye. Bye.